The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 20. Some Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to him, and they asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up the children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, the first married and died childless, and then the second, and then the third married her. So in the same way, all seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For she, for the seven, had married her. And Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry or are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die anymore, because they are like angels and are children of God and being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed in the story about the bush, where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is God not of the dead, but of the living, for to him all of them are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, you come to us, and in that coming, you give us faith. Let that faith carry us into the resurrection. Amen. So, a quick riddle after that gospel riddle, like... What was the woman doing to the seven guys that died? No, no, that's not part of it. A riddle. What question can you never answer yes to? What question can you never answer yes to? You ready for a groaner? Are you asleep? Can anybody answer yes to that question? So, the text has a little introduction. They're coming to catch Jesus with a question, to trap him. If you read all the stories of Jesus, he never except for three times, he never answers a question except with a parable, another question, or a challenge. This is one of the three times out of 183 questions that Philip Yancey says Jesus asked. He only answered three, and this is one of them. So it must be important If Jesus answers this, it must be important. 
time-wise, where is Jesus in the story? Jesus is in the last week of his life. He only has days left before telling the good news of the kingdom of God will no longer be told by him. He'll be in a tomb, dead, waiting for the resurrection. So what is Jesus saying to us about the resurrection? The first thing he says is, and Jesus is in agreement with the Pharisees at this point, he says, there is a resurrection from the dead. The people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels. They are God's children, and since they are children of the resurrection. Do you hear that? You are a child of the resurrection. You're going to live forever because of Jesus. And how do we know that? We know it because Jesus loves us. Author Anne Lamont, in her book, Traveling Mercies, said she found herself broke, drunk, bulimic, depressed, and addicted to drugs. I could, do, I could no longer imagine how God could love me. So she talked to the priest, and the priest said, God has to love you. That's God's job. And it changed her life. Last week in confirmation, last Wednesday, not last week, we were talking about evil. And one of the questions that came up was, can God love the devil? The answer is yes. God may not love the evil, but God loves the devil. It's God's job to love. I don't know if I like the word job. Let's use it's God's nature to love. And those of us who believe are children of God. And we believe because it's given to us by grace. Loving parents protect their children and provide for them. Loving parents try to provide the best life that is possible. A loving God who calls us children wants the best for us, wants us to be eternally alive with God. God, who is creator of life, God, who is the giver of life, God shows us life and wants us to be with him. So the message of Jesus in this strange text is, you're not dead, you're alive. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. God has made us to be 
eternally alive. It's God's nature to provide abundant and eternal life, even if that life demands the death of Jesus to give us life. In God's plan, the God of life is to restore creation, restore the world to peace and justice and wholeness, to restore the children of the resurrection, to be born again in hope, the hope of eternal life, and to be with God. So what is resurrection? Resurrection is about a trust in the love and the goodness of God. So, what is resurrection in that strange text we just read? The problem was the Sadducees were thinking, our life is good. Sadducees were the richest people in Israel. The Sadducees were the highest religious order of worship. The Sadducees did not want to see a resurrection because they had it all. But the woman who was married seven times This life does not make sense for her. She was childless. She was left out of normal life. And so the question of resurrection, whose wife will she be, made no sense. But Jesus says, In the resurrection, life will be different than it is right now. If they neither marry nor are given in marriage, she has a new hope. They do not die. She has a new hope. They are like angels and children of God, children of the resurrection. It's that hope against hope. If life is not fair to us, then we understand the resurrection a whole lot better than if life has been abundant to us. So, resurrection. It's a trust in the love of God. It's a hope in a better world to come. And so we believe in that gift of a resurrection. But there's something else. You can't prove resurrection. You can't prove that there is some kind of life after death. There is no proof. It can't be argued out of any type of facts. But, but, because God is trustworthy, I can believe in God. Because God loves me, I can believe in God. 
and therefore I have a hope and a faith and a resurrection because God loves me. How does that happen? How does that resurrection that cannot be proved happen? It happens when we take the time to search out and to find and to understand the love of God. When it becomes our need and our desire for life after death is answered in God's love right now. Then the resurrection, that need for a power beyond us, fades. Because God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And so there is something of the resurrection that takes place right now, in our faith, right now. We might call it resurrection now, not in the future, but now. For we know that there is a lot of love from God that we can observe and that we know as actual fact. So what do we do? If we're in the resurrection now, how does our faith grow? There's only one thing to do, and that's to try and live as Jesus lived. So we experiment with the stories of Jesus. We experiment. We experiment with compassion. What happens when we have compassion for others? We experiment with love. What happens when we love those who seem not lovable? We experiment with service, of doing acts of faith for other people. We experiment with being generous rather than being selfish. We experiment with forgiveness, reaching out, and changing a relationship between people. And as we do those experiments in life, focusing on Jesus, our life is changed. And Jesus becomes real. And when Jesus is real, we're not anxious about life after death. It's not an issue, because God is the God of the living. Resurrection right now leads to resurrection in the future. And the second thing is living the Jesus life. Those experiences of being and acting like Jesus acts and being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized into his name, being filled with communion, that changes who we are. A God of the living. And that God of the living touches us, touches me. And I live in that resurrection. And if there is a new resurrection after that, hallelujah.
the setting in the text, Jesus is going to be killed and die, and they're asking him about the resurrection. And he says, yes, there is resurrection. There is life. The God of the living is with him. For indeed, they cannot die anymore. Amen.